0: Welcome to Connections with Rich and Bobby. Hi, I'm Bobby, Bobby Hamlin.
1: And I'm Rich, Rich Homeris. Now, the glory of winning Olympic gold by Eric Little is told in the Academy Award-winning film, Chariots of Fire. Although many in Scotland and the UK referenced him as their hero and champion, he didn't bask in his Olympic fame. Author and pastor Eric Eichinger is our guest, And he continues sharing some of the interesting insights he discovered while writing about Eric Little, as brilliantly portrayed in his book, The Final Race. (music) Eric Little, as Most of us throughout our lives have uh, those that are influencers in our life. When he was a boy in uh, boarding school, his brother, Rob, was an influencer and encourager to him. But also along the way, as he um, finished his Olympic career, he had people like um, the evangelist D.P. Thompson that kind of took him out and uh, got him involved with speaking arrangements. And then there were influencers like the uh, the Oxford Group that kind of took a turn with his theology. Could you speak a little bit about uh, some of these influencers?
2: Yes. So D.P. Thompson, uh, he was uh, a little bit older than Eric, probably about 10 or 12 years older than him, and more of a Reformed theologian uh, we might think of it in the evangelical or, or Baptist uh, type, of, type of a realm, but uh, a good man. But of course, Eric, Eric was from the congregationalist side of theology. And so DP recognized the opportunity with Eric with his growing fame, and he knew that he was a Christian, and so he wanted to put him into these speaking situations. And the first one he did, there was a huge response because people wanted to hear this famous athlete speak to the to the young men but what dp realized was boy his theology is not really there and his public orating is not there as well and so as eric got to do more practice speaking in front of people he got better more polished and poised and then later on you know he studied theology and what he was very well read and reading a lot of different biographies and theology books about uh, different people so that continued to grow and again that's back to his always going back to the ordinary and studying, and, and that base continues to, to build and grow. So DP really put him in a wonderful position to to be this big speaker, and he would get hundreds and then into the thousands of people to come and listen. And then uh, later on, towards the end of his college career, he got to meet uh, Frank Buckman, a Lutheran pastor, and he, uh, like myself— <laughs> Uh, yeah, and so he was uh, involved with the, uh, the Oxford group, and they're hearing a little bit more of that, not so much the law and the decision theology, uh, you know, make a decision for Christ and follow like, like a D.P. Thompson might have had, but hearing more of gospel and grace orientation of the gospel and going out of not what I can do for God, but what God you know, has done, is doing, and promises to do for us with, with this gospel thing. So Eric got a, a good dose of law and gospel formation from a number of people, and his, uh, his congregationalist background would have been open to receiving both.
0: He remained unmarried for years while he was serving in China, but the Lord really blessed him and brought him the love of his life there and marriage and a family life. So could you tell us a little bit about that story? It was just such a beautiful blessing that the Lord had for him.
2: This will sound a little odd on our politically correct <laughs> culture and years as well. <laughs> so Eric is the most eligible bachelor. I mean, he's won the Olympics and he is in Scotland and he's just graduated college. And so, uh, you know, he's young and admirable and full of integrity and, and uh, godliness and such. And he's got all these opportunities uh, in front of him, as well as uh, some, some dating interests. And, you know, he, he's fun and gregarious and, and interacts with people. I, I believe there were a few, you know, dating then is not quite like it is now. But in terms of just getting to know people and enjoying company or group dates and you know, these types of things. Uh, but in terms of serious love interests, it was different. They, they would do more courting, long-term period stuff. So nothing really developed. He, he heads over to China and he's with his parents. And again, he's teaching in the school over there and he's, he's you know, working with the athletic department, but there's a, a very large missionary organization there and they're, you know, in worship together. They had church and Sunday school, like many of us do in the West and they're, uh, you know, missionary parents and they're having children in Sunday school. So Eric's teaching Sunday school and there's a a girl that is about nine years younger than he is. And so when he's in his mid twenties, it's, you know, fairly inappropriate. And and he was very cognizant of that, but they're always around and interacting in healthy, positive situations in church and worship and Sunday school or other missionary and church life functions and getting to know each other. and, And it's a smaller community and, as Florence uh, is growing older and older into her teen years, she starts taking piano lessons from lo and behold Eric's sister at his parents' house. And so <laughs> you know Eric Eric would tend to figure out what days those would be and just happen to pop in and then, oh, you know, would you like to stay for dinner? Oh, sure. And so they really got to know each other in a very public ways with parents around, with friends around, with everybody. And got to know each other. And then finally, when Florence turns 18, now she is a young woman on her own. And she is delightedly surprised when Eric says, you know, I, I really care for you. And I'd really like to like marry you. And then goes and talks with her father. And everybody's excited. However, they know Florence, you know, she's got other dreams ahead as well. So she's going to end up going back to Canada and getting her nursing degree. And so it's going to be another long period of years of waiting and letter writing and all sorts of correspondence uh, and romance and such. And so Eric is very respectful to authority and uh, Florence's parents and her father particularly. So everything done above board Uh, but again, you know, the the age differential, just waiting for the time to be right. And uh, Eric was no Was no stranger to patience and long-suffering.
0: Yes.
1: And we'll return to our talk with Pastor Eichinger in just a moment. So stay with us.
0: Yes, you're listening to Connections with Rich and Bobby, and we'd love to connect with you. Just go to our website at Connections with Rich and Bobby. That's all one word, and Bobby is spelled B-O-B-B-I dot com. That's Connections with Rich and Bobby dot com. And there you'll find all of our podcasts posted, along with all of our contact information.
1: Also, you can connect with us on social media by friending us on Facebook, post on Instagram, tweet us on Twitter, or listen to our program on Pandora.
0: All right, now let's return to our talk with Pastor Eichinger and learn more about Eric Little. I was wondering now, he so he's working there for the Lord, serving the Lord in China. And uh, could you share with us maybe uh, how the Lord was using him there? Like what? How was he reaching out with the gospel there? And and maybe how he saw the hand of the Lord there while he was in China.
2: Eric Little's call was through uh, the London Missionary Society. There's a Christian college there, and, and he was teaching science. That was his passion. And sometimes Eric would have to head back to Scotland on furlough. And anytime he was back there, he was one of the more well known missionaries because of his Olympic fame. And so he would do a lot of speeches and campaigning. Uh, and being able to do some of the important fundraising for for the missionary work. So he gets over there, and he's teaching. He's also preaching. He got ordained as a minister and one of his furloughs over a couple of years. And then he's starting to get more and more working out into the fields and and going out into the countryside and ministering to some of the local Chinese and their churches. and such. All the while, World War II is starting to heat up more and more. His older brother, Rob, is a doctor at one of these camps, and so he's kind of getting drawn into that direction, but he's been waiting so long to get married, and he's finally married, and he's finally got his wife there, and they have their first daughter and now their second daughter, and so he's, you know, doesn't want to leave them now again and do all this, and so he's wanting to enjoy some of this special tender time in, in his young married life and, and fatherhood. But uh, the war continues to escalate and then they call him again. So and then he goes out and, and uh, accepts it full time to go and live in this smaller area of Shaochang where his brother is. And then the war is escalating. He's riding his bicycle and he finds himself in harm's way a lot with the, uh, the Japanese soldiers coming in and the Chinese soldiers fighting and trying to minister to people with, with love and peace. And sometimes he's injured soldiers back into the uh, to the missionary field with the doctors to them up and sharing the gospel along the way. So there's a there's a number of really harrowing stories that is uh, quite thrilling to read about.
1: Yes. Now, in your book, the final race, Eric's uh, ending was uh, kind of sobering. Can you talk a little bit about that?
2: Well, yeah, I can. Um, his family is sent back to Toronto in Canada to keep them safe, but he's still feeling called as uh, World War II is really accelerating. But he doesn't want to be that Christian that, okay, times are getting rough, so we're all going to pull out and leave. So he wants to stay, but he wants to protect his family at the same time. So this real struggle of vocation, am I serving God? Am I serving my family? But they they both agree on this, he and his wife, Florence. And so um, he's there, and he's going to be there for another six months or so, and then he's planning to come back. But then the Japanese are are occupying and they, uh, they take him and and, uh, hundreds of other people, thousands of other people to an internment camp. So this is not like a, uh, like a Holocaust prison camp that you might think of with the Jews in Germany um, because they recognize like they, they weren't, you know, the, the hated people, the the Westerners in China during World War II were more just in the way. Uh, They weren't necessarily singled out. So they were there, but Again, life was pretty miserable, uh, you know, the food, the lack of food, the lack of uh, resources and supplies and such. But it's there that Eric really does a lot of wonderful other, other ministries that, that people will be delighted to, to read about.
0: And we'll continue our talk with Pastor Eichinger on our next podcast as he's talking about his book, The Final Race, a complete and inspiring story about Eric Little, truly a hero of faith and perseverance. There's so much more to hear about, so join us then and be sure to invite others to tune in as well. And
1: if you'd like to find out more about obtaining a copy of Pastor Eichinger's book, The Final Race, just go to his website at Eric That's spelled Eric E R I C Eichinger E I C H I N G E R.com. That's Eric Ikenger one word.com. The book is published by Tyndale and is available online or at most book outlets. Also, the book is available in an audio format.
0: Now you've been listening to Connections with Rich and Bobby, and we'd love to connect with you. Just go to our website at Connections with Rich and Bobby, that's all one word, and Bobby is spelled B-O-B-B-I dot com. That's Connections with Rich and Bobby dot com. And there you'll find all of our podcasts posted, along with all of our contact information.
1: You can also listen to us on a smart speaker if you have one, by simply saying, play the podcast Connections with Rich and Bobby. Then you may join us on social media on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. This is Connections, connecting with one another as Romans 1 verse 12 says, that we may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith, both yours and mine. So thank you for listening, and remember, tell others and spread the word, God's word.
0: And don't forget to join us next time on Connections with Rich and Bobby.